You are listening to Art Sound FM 92.7. My name is Rafael Flores. I've got a special guest in the studio, DJ Dede. How are you doing, man? Oh, very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All good, man. And we have um, a special for you on Fella Cootie.
never talk before, and we dey see them every day. Let me talk something we never talk before, and we dey see them every day. That was Calicuda Republic by the great and late fella Kudi. You are listening to Artsound FM. This is World Vibe. My name is Rafael Flores, and I've got a special guest here, DJ Dede in the house, and we're going to be exploring the life and times of fella Kudi. Tell us something about that last track that we played. Oh, um, um, that's um, part of the um, a CD release. Um, it's got the two sides of fella, so the jazz and the dance side of fella. So that was uh, pertinent to the dance side of fella. So the track here, um, Kalakuta Show. It's very danceable, that one. That's, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's yeah, a really great, great beat. Yeah. Great one of the first things that attracted me when I was working at the Oxfam shop mm. years ago, over 10 years ago, was um, the whole bunch of world music CDs there. And there was a compilation of Fela Kuti music there, and that was my first introduction mm. to Fela Kuti, which was these amazing 15-minute um, opuses, which mm. were half jazz and half kind of um, African rhythms as well. Mm. And after that, I kind of started doing like a lot of research, um, and I would just sit mm. there in the shop late and playing this music um, over and over again. Um, it grabs you. It definitely <laughs> does, yeah. yeah. So uh, for this next hour, we'll be playing a lot of Fela Kuti's music, and... Also, in some of his son's music, Femi Kudi. Mm. But for those, uh, for people who are familiar with uh, who Fela is and the cultural and musical footprint that he has uh, has left, would you be able, Dede, to give us like a brief in- introduction on uh, who who he was and where he came from? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fela and Nicola Pocuti, or Fela Kuti. Uh, to start really with his birth name, just in case if you really want to search, <laughs> uh, Olufela. Olesogun Olodutun Ranson Kuti. That's how, that's how he was born, so um, with that name. And um, in 38, in October 38. 1938. In, in, yeah. Yes, uh, in Lagos, uh, so in Nigeria. So he's a singer, songwriter, musician, activist, and multi-instrumentalist. So saxophone, vocals, keyboards, trumpet, guitar... Um, and uh, what a showman as well, um, if you ever you know, had the chance to see him live, which I did not. He used to perform quite regularly at a place called the Shrine in Lagos. Mm. That was kind of his right. club. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, I'm even mm. seeing DVD recordings of um, concerts by his sons in the same location. Yep. The energy and the vibe of that room is amazing. Yep. Like, um, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah, because uh, you see, um, Fell and his experiments um, um, with the early uh, bands that, uh, that he, he, he had, he then later went to, uh, from Nigeria, went to Los Angeles um, and uh, spent a bit of time there. So he was, you know, like a, like any uh, any dynamic creator, composer, musician. So he's influenced and he influences others and so on. So his earlier uh, influences profoundly uh, was uh, by Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, Mal Davis, as well as Bob Marley. Um, Peter Tosh, Bunny Spear, you know. Um, so he, he, he converged all of those things and um, headed back home to Nigeria and fused all of that jazz, funk, and 
Afro polyrhythmic um, styles into one, uh, and he called it the Afro beat. So that's the percussion. Um, uh, sorry, that's the, the um, um, uh, well percussion based um, and and a lot of layers of uh, uh, melodies and lyric and uh, and uh, yeah, just the, the beauty of it. If you if you are able to pick up a brush and paint his music, uh, you'll have so much fun. But, this mm. tune is called. Let's have a listen to some of his music right now. Jay, and Continue exploring his life in time. Which in broken English this is um, a track called Jane Jane, which means chop tea. And only a fool can eat his tea. Here goes Jane Jane, the groovy Afro. Thank you. 
rhythm of this thing now. Gonna change the rhythm, so get ready and get in the groove. Still the same thing. <laughs> Just get in the groove. Here goes now, listen. Here goes now. Fella Anikulapo Takuti. You are listening to Art Sound FM. This is World Vibe. My name is Rafael Flores, and I've got DJ Dede in the house. It does a very interesting track because it kind of um, it changes the rhythm uh, halfway through. And before that, you were, ex- you were explaining something about Fella's uh, musical history. Um, yeah. Yeah, just tell us more. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, basically, um, you know, it's so, it's so far-fetched to try to... Um, compile, summarize, well, yet we are attempting to do so. It's an introduction, the, I yeah, think. Mostly, the yeah, the music of Fella, it's so vast and so, you know, far reaching and encompassing. And um, But the, the, the legacy always will be, you know, the combination of all these layers of um, poly after African rhythms and then jazz and funk. And the layer 
mostly regarded as, uh, you know, that made him like a, a charismatic um, performer and activist and human rights activist, is the is is the layer of social and political commentary. So he was really charged with it. And uh, say in the con- in the continent in the 70s and 80s, you know, experiencing the freedoms of uh, uh, post-colonial era. Um, you know, at least uh, as a, a medium of, uh, you know, people listening to news or know what's going on, was a radio, a transistor, you know. Um, you know, anyway, we'll talk about a transistor from 1930s in another program, perhaps. Yep. <laughs> Coming back in the in the continent of Africa. Another yeah. special on the transistor. That's in right. Africa, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, so people from everywhere was listening to this music and, and he chose deliberately to, uh, to sing in Pidgin English, uh, you know, I mean, in, in Nigeria and like in a vast populous place like Lagos, um, uh, you know, that's it was like a yeah, just like um, the perfect um, uh, vehicle, I guess, to reach mm. into people's mind, to empower yeah. them, and to educate them, and to um, yeah, basically awaken them up. Yeah, <laughs> something that has stuck with me was um, that quote that fella that is attributed to fella and it gives you an insight into how he saw his music and his um, art he says uh music is a weapon you know so mm. it's like it's oh, yeah. it's a yeah. message um of social change as well yeah it's quite interesting to research his career path because there's a definite turning point where he was um he kind of got politicized and stuff as well his music was a lot more jazzy not in that hard way that he developed in the late 70s and early 80s yeah i mean it, it did it did uh, it did um in, in many ways, I mean, fellow went to study to be a doctor, like being in um, children of um, him and his brothers and sisters, children of a, um, a minister, a church minister, and uh, his mother was a politician and was a teacher as well. Uh, they were like, uh, you know, middle class or maybe upper middle class, you know, educated in that sense. All his brothers, you know, all went to England to study and, you know, they're doctors and so on. And one of them was a minister of health in the in mm. a, in, in Nigerian government at one particular oh, stage. Yeah. So he, he, he went to follow up that, that sort of uh, the trade, well, apparently, but he decided in, in London, he decided, no, no, I'm not going to do that. He sort of changed his study. He went to enroll himself in uh, in the uh, music conservatorium yeah, yeah. so that's where he, uh, he's got like collaborations with many international artists you know Chet Baker and, and all the rest of it so it's uh, yeah it's um it's uh, he embarked on a different trait so it's yeah. uh, absolutely um like um uh, quite revealing in his influence that he has and the legacy that he has left so now you've got an array of different Afrobeats uh, from Latin America, from New York, from 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 mega met, met, metropolis centers in in, yeah. in in Europe, you know, embrace that sort of thing because it's another form of dancing out and protesting and informing Protest people. Music, yeah. Yeah, 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 like uh, you just know, like just reggae like music. Absolutely is, yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Well, I said yeah. the fellow was like um, he was the African Bob Marley actually, mm. which is a very mm. interesting yeah. way of expressing because Bob Marley had quite a commercial career compared to Felicuti. Yeah. I think uh, Felicuti during his lifetime, uh, even though he signed record yeah. deals and everything, yeah. um, he was not marketing mm. himself no. as you would market no. yourself now. Yeah, and yeah. I think since his death, his influence has actually increased quite a lot, especially mm. as people rediscover his legacy and this vast array of um, amazing music. Um, mm. A lot of hip hop producers have been sampling his music to make beats. There's a lot of Afrobeat bands that, mm. that take inspiration from him in Latin America, in Asia, in Australia mm. as well. Yeah. Mm. 
Amazing. Yeah, at best, like when you're talking about like self-promoting and so on, um, or marketing, and actually he would come up and said, "I'm not playing. I'm not playing for money. I'm mm-hmm. playing for your my enjoyment and your enjoyment." So he always kept that in line of when he was, you know, performing live. You know, just really connect to people, you know, and straight away uh, people just uh, jump on the boat and he embarked on a on a um, on a journey of the music um, encounters, really, with him. Yeah, yes. and his messages and so on. But the infectious beat is is amazing. It's all about that beat. <laughs> this is a quick soundbite from a mixtape produced by a rapper called Kanan and a DJ called J. Period. Who is Fela? Some say he's the greatest musician in Africa. Others that he's a prophet. Still others that he's a rebel, a revolutionary tribune. Once his name was Fela Ransom Kuti, the name of a slave. Since 1977, he calls himself Fela Anakulapo Kuti. Fela sees his role as being very different from that of the white musician. Yes, if you are in England, music can be can be an instrument of enjoyment. You can sing about love, can sing about whom you are going to bed with next. But in my own environment, my society is under development because of an alien system on our people now. So there's no music for enjoyment. There's nothing like love. There's something like a struggle for people's existence. So, as an artist, politically, artistically, the whole idea about your environment must be represented in the music, in the arts. So I think, as far as Africa is concerned, music cannot be for enjoyment. Music has to be for revolution. Revolution. Fela was himself an African. He was an African in front of Africans. He was an African in front of Europeans and Americans and anywhere in the world. He brought himself as a fully African human being who has something to contribute to sound and your mentality of things without any concealing of any part of his heritage, exposing an entire sound to the world. I think his time signatures and the way they steer you, the way they move you, the way his funk comes across and makes things happen for you was the thing that made him timeless.
sun go wash, no water you go use. Toba fesebe, oh milo malo. If you want cook soup, no water you go use.
Water No Get Enemy from Fella Kuti. That's like an 11 minute opus. I think it's one of my favorite songs of his. You are listening to World Vibe. My name is Rafael Lorez. We're doing an Afrobeat special, um, exploring the music of the Nigerian musician Fella Kuti, DJ Dede in the house. Tell us what's coming up next. We were speaking during that track about other Afrobeat bands that have sprung up around the world, and some from like London, from New York, even Australia. You tell us about, yeah, the musical legacy of that. Afrobeat music has had on the world, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the legacy is, um, yeah, I mean, uh, trying, well, as we said earlier, we we're going to attempt to sort of um, summarize or, you know, um, the, the life and legacy of Fella and as well as enjoy, enjoy the um, his, his, his songs and uh, like he always wanted people to enjoy the music and uh, because he gets a lot of enjoyment out of it as well. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's various uh, traces as we we are trying to describe um, who made him and so the legacy he left and who is picking it up and taking it away. Um, people just question, was he a musician, a politician, a religious chief, an agitator? Uh, was he uh, Miles Davis, James Brown, Malcolm Max, decided to marry 25 dancers, singers and so on? You know, it's a variety of um, uh, things um, that was uh, uh, happening in, a, in, in, his, uh, in the context in, the, in, the, uh, in, in Africa, Nigeria and elsewhere that he performed. Um, you know, uh, Nigeria being a country of over 80 million uh, the population, you know, so uh, people started to, you know, he, he at times uh, claimed that he was better known than the president at the time, and um, many people say, yes, it is true. <laughs> um, so it it, um, it uh, led to that chapter that many many of us uh, in Europe and in, in Africa and listening and known about uh, Fela, you know, the called Fela, Black President, because he led a political party in Lagos. Because when he ran for um, as a candidate in Nigerian presidential elections in '83, uh, as a Pan Africanist, libertarian, and uh, uh, yeah, it represented the uh, basically the uprising of Black Africa politically and musically. So people taking stock and notice and neighboring countries and and so on. You know, the thing is got you know um, followed up and after his death and so on um, by his uh, sons. You know, Femi Kuti, who, who came to Australia a few times, I, I guess. Yeah, that's and, interesting. Um, yeah. Sorry, yes, yeah, so I want to ask you about that. So um, off air, you. Were- you talked to me that um, when Femi Kuti was touring Australia for Blues Fest. Yeah, um, that's right, yeah. A few you years had some, ago. some involvement in that mm. tour, actually. What was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, did you get to meet him? And yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I did, in fact. Uh, I, was, I was actually wanting to interview him for the uh, Africa Connection show that we used to have. Um, and um, But we, but I wasn't able. But, in, uh, and, uh, but on, the, on the same um, sort of... Um, uh, attempt. I had a phone call from a friend, Jaslyn uh, All, that used to do a, uh, a show at um, ABC, and um, I think it was called the World Music Show. And she asked me to, if I could DJ for the for for his performance in Metro. It would have been a great gig, yeah. actually. It was DJing for Femi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like caught by surprise. I said, yeah. but but uh, but in fact, I wanted to interview him because I know that the. the the community, the African, uh, the listeners of the African Connection show, uh, would you know would, would really uh, be pleased to you know to know and to hear from from yeah. this, a lot of the large contingent of Ghanaians and uh, and Nigerians because you see Afrobeat um, has many roots in high life, which is the high yeah. life is what the is high rhythm, life? rhythm uh, yeah, yeah the rhythm uh, lifeblood of music from Ghana and 
and Nigeria. But that's a different chapter for us. Yeah, it's another episode <laughs> have, for yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, um, so just like a fella had these little children, all these uh, sons playing in a band since they were young, they just jump in and just do whatever yeah. sort of thing. So he had, um, he had his little little one there awesome. playing. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah, I had a chance to have a quick chat with him and so on. But uh, surprisingly. The um, organizer um, explained to me as uh, I was attempting to finish to wrap up my my uh, uh, my set, I guess, before he came up. He asked me, "Oh, can you introduce it?" And I said, "Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not prepared. I don't think we discussed this." But this anyway. is like in front yeah. of thousands, thousands yeah, yeah, of people. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I was like, uh, but no, it was uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was uh, very um, delighted that everything went smoothly. Yeah, oh, yeah. such a great, great performer, awesome. individual, full of energy. Yeah. Oh, there's really a documentary that was. Amazing. Amazing. French documentary produced about Femi and uh, there's some light mm. footage and stuff. It is amazing. There's uh, oh, yeah. a song that they play, which is every time they play it live at the shrine, everyone mm. th- throws their water bottles on stage. It, it, it's hilarious because at the start of the track, Femi Kuti says on stage, can you please not throw anything on stage on this song? And everyone just starts booing him and they start playing the song and there's... It, it's like a rain of water oh, bottles right. on the they're stage, the which they kind of show you their appreciation yeah. of him. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, the Kuti family, I think they're almost cultural ambassadors outside of Nigeria and Africa, but inside Nigeria, they're they're kind of well known um, like leaders. Like his family oh, yes. is yes, is yes, yes, yes. from one of the tribes of leaders. And yeah, stuff yes, also, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Yoruba. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Y- you see, even even now, they uh, yeah, there's various um. I suppose uh, attempts by uh, by popular demand, and sometimes they they are sort of put in a spot to actually present the the requests so that the government of Nigeria apologizes for the wrongdoings. Wow! Yeah. To that they've in, put his his family in, yeah. um, and his father and so on and so on. Uh, you know, this is sort of a formal recognition, I guess. You know, yeah. some of yeah. the wrong you know past. Practices they were today in yeah. the light of everything is, is seem dim as wrong. Um, yeah, human yeah, abuses, yeah, not yeah, that they want to demand, but yeah. they, they they feel like the pressure because millions of people say, "No, you got to correct the wrong so that you can yeah. move forward." Yeah. It's like you know, you so, you say your sorries and and you keep you know yeah. ahead of the. And there's obvious the parallels here in Australia. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. more like that that yeah. official recognition of things that have happened in the past. I guess. Yeah. And that's the power of yeah. Phil's music is that yeah. decades later it, it has a resonance and power mm. still within Nigeria yeah. and stuff oh, as well. Oh yeah, on. because it was a protest. And many, many mm. countries in, in the West Coast of Africa and everywhere in Africa yeah. really because of his Pan-Africanism sort of yeah. uh, stance on, on issues uh, and human rights. So yeah, it's a very very catchy so we'll hear a bit of Femi's music a bit later on I'm going to play another track from the Canaan and J period mixtape which is a bit of an explanation of a fella's story and it goes on to a bit of a remix which is uh, Afrobeat music with a bit of reggae and a bit of hip hop as well because um, a lot of hip hop producers have uh, gone back and sampled mm. a lot of this amazing jazz music and made very relevant political mm. music as well so yeah uh, this is Art Sound FM. You are listening to World Vibe. Uh, we are exploring the music and the legacy of Phil Kuti with uh, my friend DJ Dede. This is a new dance called Open and Close. I'm going to sing and tell you about Africa. Africa. I want to tell you a story. Africa. 
This is the story of... You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. I want to tell you a story. Happy story, I want to tell you a story. Happy story, Taylor was born in 1938 in Nigeria. His father was a Protestant preacher and a school principal, a severe, rigorous man in the British manner. His mother was the great lady of Nigerian independence, a militant. I want to tell you a story. Happy story, I want to tell you a story. Happy story, They provided young Fela with a typical Western education. In the early 60s, Fela was a student in London. His love then was music, not politics. I want to tell you a story. Happy story, I want to tell you a story. sales for the United States. Black power is at its peak after the disappointment of the various civil rights movements. In Los Angeles, Thaler reads the autobiography of Malcolm X over and over again. He wants to become a hero, a black hero. He writes his first protest songs. Across the ocean, 3,800 miles away from home, Thaler discovers Africa. I want to tell you a story. Everybody know canine original. Uh, original. Check it out though. Let me spell it out. My flow's O. O for O. No, he didn't speak. Oh, holy didn't sleep with these chickens. He's deep, but still he pack heat. He's tripping. Got more street records than Steve Rifkin. R is for R.I.P. I.I.M.C. Death to your idol. Who's tired as me? I. I is for income. 
nation Any nation without it could be facing decimation G is for God knows best you see Humility is it free will or destiny I once again it must be independence Free from colonialists is stupendous N is for Nubia Who be I is the poet from the Kush who make you droopy eyed A is for Africa Accra Ghana the Antarctica is all Africa uh. L is for lies of old diamonds go far from the only thing the old timers stole It ain't hard to tell I excel my first spell I am original Fantastic. The way that they um, um, symbiotically, you know, fused the 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 the, um, the sounds in music, but the narrative was so so steady, mm, and the beat, yeah. the infectious um, layers are ever present, and uh, it's just reminiscent of how the Afrobeat is just progressing and 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 going going many many places, going many places, yeah. but so consistently. It's like a, a you know, to it's like to a train or something. Yeah, yeah. to paraphrase yeah. the uh, the other group, you know, the the groove collective or the Afrobeat collective. Um, there's so many bands and themes that really illustrate that, that particular undertaking. It's, it's, mm. it's phenomenal. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, actually, um, there's even a link here in Canberra as well. There was a local Afrobeat band called Nyash Afrobeat Collective who uh, was headed up by a local jazz musician, Nicholas Koo. Uh, we were speaking about the it's almost enough music that we could do our next show on uh, Afrobeat music around the world. I think that'd be yeah. amazing because um, there's a lot of Latin American bands. There's Absolutely. a Chilean band in particular yeah. that yeah. Um, yeah. plays Afrobeat music with these yeah. like... 15-piece bands, like an mm. eight-piece horn section, you know, mm. percussion and stuff. Yeah, the notion that, um, you know, uh, musicians or people can pick up, you know, a conventional instrument and uh, and then uh, use it to uh, create music that uh, speaks to the contemporary issues, contemporary, um, you know, commentaries that it can offer politically, socially, and um, and... and yeah, it becomes it becomes like a vehicle to connect people and um, uh, really instantiate a platform of conversations between mm. different groups of interests and different groups of people, culturally speaking, all around the world. So, yeah, I think it's a new it's a new vehicle, it's a new format. It's very it's very engaging and infectious. To finish off, uh, well, let's end with uh, Femi Kuti, who is uh, Fela Kuti's eldest son. Fela Kuti's got two sons, right? Mm-hmm. Do they and, both and, and play Sion, music? Yeah, yeah they, they do. Yeah, Sion has got a lot of fire in the belly. Uh, he's got a, a fantastic band and it's, and he looks a bit more like a fella. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, physically speaking and so on. Um, oh, it's, uh, they're both amazing performers and uh, they carry on the, you know, the activism and the legacy of uh, offering music as a, a, a format of conversations. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining me on Art Sound FM for our first World Vibe show together, the first of many. Uh, my name is Raphael, that was uh, DJ Dede, and we're going to leave you with a track called Do Your Best by Femi Kuti. Thank you very much, Rafa. Try to change 